Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Business Meets Fitness podcast with your host, Lauren Tickner. And today I am going to be talking about cryptocurrencies because cryptocurrencies are really hot right now and a lot of people don't know too much about cryptocurrencies. Now, there is a lot to know. So this episode, which I am doing with a guy called Brandon who knows a lot about cryptos and who got into it years and years and years ago, he and I are going to be discussing cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, blockchain, the different alternative currencies and why maybe it's exploding so much, a little bit of background behind it and it's just kind of the basics which I think anyone who's going to be investing in cryptocurrencies really should know and really does need to know. Now, If you are enjoying this podcast episode, I would really appreciate if at any point in the podcast you took a screenshot and shared it on your Instagram story, tagging me at Lauren Tickner and also tagging the Business Meets Fitness Instagram account, which is at Business Meets Fitness. And without further ado, I am going to get into the episode right away. But yeah, please do make sure that you share because I appreciate it so much. And every time that I see someone sharing it, on Instagram stories, it tags me and goes straight into my DMs on Instagram. So I reply to you guys straight away because I just love seeing the community grow. So I want to get into this podcast right now. I'm going to bring Brandon on. But first, I do just want to say that, of course, what we're talking about here is not a, like investing advice or anything because you have to make sensible choices yourself. And you have to make sure that you know, when it comes to investing, you're as kitted out as possible before you get started because neither of us, you know, are financial financial kind of advisors or anything. And at the same time, you need to make sure that you've done your own research and that you're fully researching before jumping straight in really. And obviously listening to this is you doing your research. So that is awesome. Keep at it. Keep listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Brandon. Welcome to the Business Meets Fitness podcast. I am so excited to have you on today. You know how obsessed with cryptos I've become in the past couple of weeks since talking to you. And not even weeks, maybe even longer than that now. But I'm just, yeah. So I'm excited to get you on just to cover like the basics of cryptos and just all that type of stuff because there's a lot of interest in it from everyone and their dog at the moment. So firstly, before we get into that, do you just want to kind of give a little rundown of who you are, what you do, if you can say any of that? But yeah. Okay, well, um, where do I start? Okay, well, I do a lot of stuff. I do web and app development. Um, I also do a podcast as well. Uh, then I Go on, say the name, let people know, let people know. Oh, I don't want to be a sellout. It's just not Oh, don't be silly. All right, so it's called the Two Americans Podcast. Um, You can find it on iTunes, whatever (laughs) other platforms you use as well. Um, But yeah, that's that's kind of what I do. Also in the military, can't talk about that, but (laughs) um, uh, what else do I do? About not professional, amateur MMA fighter. I have a record of 3 now, so hopefully... I'll be professional in the coming years, hopefully. Yeah. Old world titles and all that stuff. But um, let's, all right, cryptos. Cryptos is also my passion. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I've been talking to Lauren and it's been like she reignited that flame because, you know, I started with cryptos back in 2009, maybe a little earlier when, when it first started, like there was like nobody, you were just like looking in the internet and I heard about cryptos before because I was 10 years old, so 
I was just obsessed with crypto. So it was like me just like searching stuff and figuring it out. Do you remember how you stumbled across it when you were literally so young? Um, it wasn't Google. I don't believe Google was really a thing, but it was some search engine. I was learning about money, like what, because I didn't know anything about money. And I just happened to stumble across the, the cypherpunks, which are basically these people that before Bitcoin and before any, um, we'll get into what Bitcoin is because I know yeah. a lot of people don't know what it is, but it, it started off as something um, before then. So like there was like trying to make digital money for selling video games, for selling products, for mm-hmm. like, there was a lot of experiments uh, that failed, of course, mm-hmm. because they, there wasn't a, a, a real way of doing it. Um, but, so that was basically how I kind of got into it. And of course I messaged uh, the creator Nakamoto, I believe his, I can't remember Like his name is like, it's not even his real name. I, we don't even know who he is. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I wish you I had those emails. Him. You were just like some kid messaging this guy that's like crazy, some crazy thing. Oh, I don't, you know, I might, I've, I've had, you know, there's a lot of theories. I don't think it's even a guy. I mean, people come out saying it's been a, per, like, I'm Nakamoto, this is Nakamoto. Like, there's been, over the years, there's been like four or five people that claim to be him. Mm. I have no idea. Like, like, it's just really interesting. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, so you kind of covered a little bit then, because obviously I know some people don't know what Bitcoin is. Sometimes some people probably don't even really know what cryptocurrencies are. So do you just want to explain what really firstly cryptocurrencies and then the different main coins, I suppose? Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't like people saying coins because they're not really coins. They're, yeah. Okay. It's, digi- it's a digital digital money, just like you have your bank account now in Chase or whatever other bank you have um, Ooh, in your country. Yeah, I don't think we have Chase. See, like um, there's Barclay. there's so many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever you have in your country, that that's basically um, digital money is stored on there. Um, physical money is disappearing. I mean, I think one third. Uh, physical money still exists but it's a dying breed and it's all moving to online transactions so this is why cryptocurrencies came into existence and they came into existence for many different things uh firstly it was market crashes um your dollars your your pounds are depreciating um inflation's rising and rising so this was really the reason why it was created to fix these problems um, we don't we don't know if it's going to work. It might not. You know, there's a lot of, of speculation, and you know, I'm I'm all about speculation. So it's interesting, but it's just basically digital money. Um, it, its value is derived from its um, having limited amounts of it. You know, instead of having a fiat currency, which a fiat currency is just something that's backed by nothing. There's no gold standard or anything like that. So it's pretty simple in that way. Um, but there's so many of them now. Like there's hundreds, like people so don't realize so Bitcoin, many. Bitcoin is only one. There's uh, about a hundred or two, maybe 300, I think yeah. cryptocurrencies out there. And, you know, every country's trying to make their own. Um, mm-hmm. The reason why other countries are using it is because um, their money has devalued and crashed like Venezuela. They use cryptocurrencies rather than their actual own government money. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa, because, that's interesting. I had no idea. Because it's supposed to, well, this is hypothetical. So it's like, it's supposed to make for third world countries into first world countries. Okay. Um, this is because, you know, if we all use the same uh, currency, you know, you can't really devalue it. Yeah. Um, 
And also it's finite. So there's not, there's only a limited amount of coins out there. So there's 20, around 21 million Bitcoins. Um, and okay, here's another thing that we have to touch on is how you can buy, you can buy or purchase Bitcoin or purchase cryptocurrency, or you can mine cryptocurrency. Some cryptocurrencies don't even let you mine. There's a lot of different ones out there. So it's crazy game when you look at it, but it's interesting nonetheless. And of course, I mean, Bitcoin's gone up in 2009. It was probably worth like two cents when I, maybe eight cents when I got it. I don't remember the exact amount. Wow. Um, and now it's worth, well, right now it's instead of dip. So it's a, it's a roller coaster. Not going to lie. I've experienced the roller coaster. It's scary sometimes. I've, I've seen, I've seen it drop at 80% of its value. Um, that's typical. That's not, that's not anything new, but I've always seen it rise like, tenfold um it's interesting to see how that that is and if it is a bubble which i don't think it is but it would be interesting um so i don't know i love i love cryptocurrencies it's such a passion yeah for sure i just find it interesting how everyone all has their own kind of opinion on cryptocurrencies as well because some people think it's so ridiculous so just then you spoke obviously about how to like like mining these current digital currencies so of course, we're talking a lot about Bitcoin. And firstly, before we say more about mining, do you want to kind of say your reasoning why you think that Bitcoin is perhaps the main one that people tend to think about first? And as soon as they hear the word Bitcoin, they think, oh, cryptocurrencies, whereas they might never have heard of any of the other ones. Oh, uh, well, Bitcoin was... I would say the first major currency or because it came up with the blockchain system, the technology. But and do you want to explain that quickly, the blockchain system? Yes, yes. I'll explain that. That blockchain is basically the, the way you mine Bitcoin. You, it kind of, it's kind of like how the security system, um, of course, it's secure. Um, I, I, I can explain why it's not secure and secure at the same time. It's very strange. But um, when you look at the blockchain, it's basically how it works. And there's a lot of computer science and a lot of nerdy stuff in that. But that's basically the main idea is that it's how the system works and it has an open ledger. So everyone's transaction is recorded. So you can't, you can't, you can't fraudulently uh, mess with it. So you can't be like, oh, I'm not going to write a six like accountants do all the time. They steal money from the company. They put a different number. Um, with Bitcoin, you can't do that. I can see if if, Laura, if I figure out what Lauren's account is or my account is, you could find like figure out how much we have in our accounts. It, it is, it's just how it is, but it's an open system like that. Of course, there's no names, nothing like that. I'm giving away personal information. You're just like a number, but I can see you on there. Don't know who you are, but you know you could always figure that out somehow. That's really cool. Actually, quickly, I have a question about that because I was watching somebody's YouTube video about his favorite cryptocurrencies. And in his description box, he had a thing where you could, where I wrote essentially, donate to me here. And then he had Bitcoin, Litecoin, and all, all these other, you know, types of cryptocurrency. And then next to each of the cryptocurrencies was this funny long number. Was that the, was that his number for? Yes, that's his uh, wallet address. Um, it's not necessarily the number that's going to be on the the, the ledger. Okay, it's his wallet address. Sure, it's his wallet address. So, um, I think I remember in 2013, um, nobody sent me Bitcoin, but there's a lot of people that were going to college and asking for Bitcoin to pay for school. 
Really? Um, so you would people would go to football games and put like just their their uh, Bitcoin address on the screen, and they would <laughs> thousands of dollars. I mean, it's it was crazy uh, oh that God. how that happened. So Bossy they girl. would yeah they would just you know go out there put their Bitcoin address, and people would send them money. That's um, absolutely crazy. So now let's talk about mining. Oh, uh, mining. Mining. Well, mine, <laughs> it, it's like, what What do you mean by mining? Like, am I digging something out the ground? Like, people just go straight to that. Um, you know mining? what I think about, like, when, I mean, obviously the digging out the ground, I thought that at first, but then I think there was a game or something called Minefield. Is that a mm-hmm. game? I think so, maybe. Some, probably. like, some nerdy game, like World of Warcraft or something. Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just always thought of that. I don't know why. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I would think of, too. I, I, I didn't understand it at first because it made, like, it was... A lot of people know that you can buy Bitcoin, but not a lot of people know you can... It's really strange. Somehow my mom knew that you could mine it, and she apparently knew about cryptocurrencies back in the day, but she didn't get involved. A lot of people, that's how it was. It was like, oh, this is interesting. All right, not, it's not going to work or, you know, it's never going to be a thing. That was like me a few months ago before I spoke to you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just how everybody is because, it's a, I don't know, it's a really closed-minded space. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are not open to like these new things, especially governments and people just in general. Like what, you tr- trying to change the whole monetary system? Well, I made an account back on, on Coinbase, you know, back in the day, but... I didn't do anything because I was advised against it by supposed experts, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So let's quickly explain what mining really is. Okay. Mining is basically, um, you use a, I wouldn't say just a normal computer anymore, but back in the day you could use like your normal Wait, computer. Hang on, hang on. My dad tried. <laughs> see, see that, that, that is hilarious because if you try now, you would, it would take you uh, like four or five years to just mine one Bitcoin. And you know what happened? He was trying to do it with Litecoin, which is another type of cryptocurrency, which is also highly popular at the moment. Um, It literally slowed our Wi-Fi down so much. (laughs) Yeah, it uses a lot of juice and power. And, you know, um, not you can't really do it anymore for a lot of coins. Um, If the coin's under a dollar, maybe. And um, that's usually where it's good to use consumer grades. There's also some that are pretty interesting and, like, they want like you can use any kind of hardware. It doesn't matter if you have a supercomputer. So mining is basically this thing where you, I don't want to say it's kind of like digging in the ground. I'm not going to lie. Basically you just with your computer, your GPU or CPU, sometimes for different currencies, they use different things. So what is that? What's a GPU or a CPU? Okay. A CPU is your central processing unit. It's a chip. It's a little chip that's in your phone. It's in your, you can, can mine on your phone. Now you can mine in your laptops or whatever, or if you have like, a, that is what it is. It basically runs your whole computer. Then you have a GPU, which is your graphics processing unit, which a lot of people who like, you know, video games have good ones. So you, you could mine with that. Um, and so I'm going to use both. Like, it's really cool. And what, the amount of Bitcoin, you break a blockchain in half. And, um, well, just this is just for Bitcoin because it's different for every currency. But you basically mine, um, you solve these algorithms or problems, like math problems, basically, that are harder, like too long for the human mind to to figure it out. So the computer does it on its own. And every time you get a piece of a Bitcoin, 
I forget what the piece is. I think it's point something zero, something 12 or something. Um, and when you do that, you get that in your wallet. Um, and that's basically how you mine. It's pretty boring process. And I mean, when I was doing it when 2010, it was just like, you click the button and you know, you wait a long time. It uses a lot of power. Like, like, like at the time it was wasting more power than I was actually making in terms of the money. Um, so that's how it was. Um, now you cannot do it because every time it gets harder and harder and harder, the problems get harder and harder and longer. So you can't do it now with the regular computer, but if you have like, like, like governments buy a lot of governments like in Venezuela, they buy mining, mining facilities. So they just set up rooms with, um, a whole bunch of computers just to mine Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, um, because their government has collapsed from the economic collapse. Greece, I think, is also doing that as well. So it's crazy that they're all just mining and that's how they make their money. They use, then they transfer it to whatever the currency they want, US dollars or, or whatever you have. Um, but that's what mining is. It's not, it's not really complicated. It, it's kind of hard to get started because it's not, not a lot of coins will let you mine with a regular computer. Mm-hmm. So I just suggest nobody mine anymore because... There's no, there's no reason to. I mean, I mean, there's a couple coins you can't mine. Um, Vertcoin is one. There's, there's a lot of smaller coins that are can be done. Um, so many of them, and then some can't be mined at all, which is interesting. Wow, that's interesting. So yeah, any coins which are kind of, is it is it any coins that aren't Bitcoin and Litecoin that are called like altcoin, alternative? I, I, I don't know. I consider Litecoin because Bitcoin is the the, the 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 godfather. I think in terms of like it works. Does it work as well as we think? No, of mm. course not. Nothing works. The idea at first was just you know to decentralize the banks and have have it where you know you're in control of your money. Nobody else. You know, if someone robs a bank, you, you don't get robbed. Um, and it and now you have exchanges which are basically banks. Like those, that, that's what what an exchange is. It's just the bank, yeah. um, and th- those. Oh, I mean, I always tell people to get started on Coinbase because it's so simple. It's like the like you just put your debit card or your bank account, and you know it's so simple. And a lot of other places, not simple, but they charge you a, a massive amount of fees. Which I tell people, well, if you don't want to do that, there's Gemini. There's all these other ones that have these kind of low fees um they don't have the infrastructure to support everybody but they do have like a lot of good features like low fees and stuff like that um so you look at that and it's pretty interesting how that works yeah because i've been doing it on coinbase and i've been i've been making accounts on other kind of places where i can buy bitcoin and various other cryptocurrencies but because of the demand to invest at the moment in cryptocurrencies it's taking a long time to verify my account. Like it's been probably about four weeks now on some of these other trading trading sites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it's really difficult with those because they don't have the the people that can handle all that stuff. And yeah, so that that's that's one aspect of that. Okay, cool. So that that's really been the basics. Are there any more kind of uh, cryptocurrency basics that off the top of your head that you can think mm-hmm. of? Well, I would like to, I don't know, there's one Bitcoin cash because people don't understand the difference. Oh, yes. So, so I have Bitcoin cash as well. Just, just, so if you had Bitcoin before 2017, August 1st, 2017, I believe, um, you have Bitcoin cash. Um, 
so there was basically this point where crypt, a crypto can split off. So this Bitcoin turned into bit, split off to Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin. There's classic and the new one. Um, it split off because of a lot of reasons. Um, if you didn't agree with the certain terms, it would split you off, a lot of other things. So if you have 100 Bitcoin back in 2016, that's just hypothetical, you have 100, and then you, you have 100 Bitcoin Cash. You have 100 Bitcoin Cash, which is worth, I think, $2,000 right now. So, you know, it, now it's on Coinbase now, so you can purchase it now. Um, you used to not be able to see it because they didn't want that conflict between them because they're inverse relationships, which is like if Bitcoin goes up, most likely uh, bit cash is going to go down. It's like this weird kind of thing and how they interact. Sure. Okay. So, cause I don't know anything about Bitcoin cash, so I'm actually very intrigued. So why, when you, you supposedly, let's say this hypothetical example, which you're talking about. So 2016, you had a hundred Bitcoin, but mm-hmm. now it's turned into a hundred Bitcoin cash. You have both, actually. You have you both. both. Okay, interesting. So now you still have both. Yes, yes, but I cannot. Like now, I can trade trade it. I can trade Bitcoin Cash for actual whatever currency I want. Okay. But I used you used to not have it. Like you know, it used to be locked up. Like there's no exchange. There's no place where you could exchange your Bitcoin Cash yeah. because no nobody expected this to happen. They didn't expect. Uh, it's called a hard fork. Um, I forget how it's called a hard fork. Basically they branched off. Um, Imagine like, you know, you created a a certain currency, then, you know, the, like the U S dollar, not the U S dollar, the pound and the Euro are similar, Yeah, but they broke off from each other at some point. um, And they created this new currency, which, you know, it's interesting, but they just gave the, the, you, you can mine, I believe you can mine Bitcoin cash. I'm not sure, Hmm. but I believe it's because, Everyone just got the same amount if you had Bitcoin before a certain date. Interesting. So it's interesting. And so you were lucky if you got it before before those dates, huh? So now you've essentially now yeah, you're both. safe. You're safe in case one of them goes up and one of them goes obviously mm-hmm. going to go down. Mm-hmm. Well, you you presume due to the inverse relationship. Okay, that's very interesting. So the other main ones typically are Litecoin and Ethereum, pretty much because. They're on Coinbase, right? Yes, yes. Coinbase <laughs> is, the, is the leading provider. Of course, there's other places um, I trust. I don't. I don't want to say trust because it's like trusting a bank. I don't. <laughs> like I, I think Coinbase is the most effective, quickest. Has like the structure infrastructure to support everything. Um, it's um, very easy course, to use. It's simple. You don't have. You just make an account. It's just like making an account online on anything. Like it's it's yeah. simple. A lot of the places have verifications that take forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, some take months or even multiple weeks. Like it's just it should be fast. Also, yeah. you can trade Bitcoin quick. Like if you want to sell it, you sell it like that. A lot of the places don't sell it as fast. Um, there is slowing down process now because everyone's selling, everyone's buying. It's like mm-hmm. create. It's Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are a roller coaster. There's no. There's no uh, kind of like, you know, it's not smooth. There's never a smooth road. Like, it's like this. It's like whoop, up and down, up and down, up and down. Extremely, and people, extremely volatile. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason why people don't like it. I think, and I understand why you don't like it because it's very volatile. Nobody wants to have something that can depreciate or increase by a thousand fold in 
two weeks. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's just insane. Um, yeah, exactly. Cause you could see enormous losses and that's, that's the thing. I mean, it, it, if you're not looking for a risky investment, then cryptocurrencies are not the investment for you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for sure. But it is all about the risk or reward ratio as always. And that, you know, the more risk, the more, the more potential reward which is definitely um, true when it comes to cryptocurrencies. Yeah. So, no, don't mortgage your house. I, I, I always, I always see this on their articles. Don't mortgage your house. Don't like, <laughs> like what the heck? I mean, there, there was that one dude that did mortgage his house and he made bank because he sold at the right time, yeah. but you never know when it's going to go up and down. Like I, I thought it was going to go down in the beginning of next year. Like th- there was going to be a huge dip in next year. But it happened now. Like it's yeah. it's random. It's not. And guess who <laughs> guessed that it was gonna be now? You oh, look know. at that! <laughs> Beginners. Yeah, she she predicted it. She told me. Well, I was. You're a little. You're off by a couple of days, I would say. But you were close. Yeah. I was I'll off see. by literally two days, right? Oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking. I was looking at it. And I was like, mm. well, I, I thought there was going to be a dip in like the beginning of next year, mm-hmm. um, because it's a new year. People panic, or you know, a lot of things. But there was a lot of stuff that happened recently, which uh, you know, insider trading and all that mumbo jumbo happening. Um, it's crazy how that the, the corruption can kind of seep into the crypto world as well. Yeah, right. I know. Well, I mean. Oh, it's just it's all too interesting for words so I think um, something which I think would be interesting to discuss is obviously when it comes to a typical portfolio of investments it's always good to hedge your bets essentially what I mean by that for those who are listening is if you are someone who's looking to invest your money you don't just invest in one thing. You mm-hmm. put some money into, I don't know, an ISA. You'll keep some as cash. You'll mm-hmm. put, if you've got a mortgage, you know, you've got money in the mortgage um, and various different other investments. You might invest in some stocks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You can invest in whatever the hell you personally choose to do. And I think that looking at cryptocurrencies as kind of a portfolio in itself as well as being a part of your diversified portfolio, like it's a good idea not to only invest in one Bitcoin. Would you, would you say Brandon? Oh no, no, I would never suggest that. That's, that is, it it is a, like, that is pretty much a gamble. um, If you invest in one, I always say, um, if you're going to invest, invest in at least two, that is a minimum, at least two different currencies, Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency, because if one goes down, the other one could go up. It's just how it is because, but you know, five is like the max, maybe six. Um, I do have a lot more than I have around 30, but some of them are mined. Um, and <laughs> some of them were just given to me by people like, oh, let's mess with this currency. I'll send you some, whatever. Um, so that is kind of how it is. Um, so invest in, don't like, it's just think of it like a stock or anything else. Just think about diversification in that way. Like you want multiple things of this. You don't want just the one thing because putting your bets on Bitcoin, that is just betting. There's no difference in that. Yeah, just it is gambling. It is literal gambling. I mean, it might be it might be a better gambling uh, prospect than betting on the old horses, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty, I think, I, and I also say like, oh, because the price is so high, it's not worth as much as it, you think it would be. I would suggest Litecoin because if it goes up four or five times, it's crazy. That is, yeah, insane. that happened to me, right? Didn't it? 
Mm-hmm. That was crazy. That was a crazy moment. And you'll see, you'll, yeah, luck, like I always say, it's not luck. It's always up and down, up and down. It's just a roller coaster. Uh, and of course, of course, you can't have, if you can't handle the roller coaster, you should get off. All right. I'm telling people, like, I always tell people, like, you can cash out anytime. Like, like it, but just don't cash out at the bottom, cash out at the top. You know when the top's coming because you can see it. And you're like, oh, no, it's about to crash. It's about to crash. We'll take it out now. You might be wrong, which a lot of people have done that where they were like, oh, it's going to crash in like two days. It goes all the way up. Like it's not. And they're like, oh, I feel so stupid. I just I shouldn't have done it at that time. But you can't. Nobody can predict how high it will go and how fast it will go. Like this is all guessing games. Like I predicted it would be 15,000 at the end of the year. Um and now I said 20 and now that's not probably not going to happen, but I think it's still be 15. Um, and you know, people have been seeing numbers for next year. I'm like, Oh geez, calm down. Calm down. I hear, I hear, I hear like half a million is like the, the, the top end and like a hundred thousand is low end. So I think it's about 50 or 60, maybe, maybe even 40. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't put like that high of a stake on it, but cause it's trying to swallow the whole economy that, once it gets to a million dollars, it swallowed the whole con. That means it's worth anyone could use it. It could all be used by everybody. But yeah. it's being adopted more. Also, pay your taxes. Like you, you got to pay capital gains or whatever your country has. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was That's- about to make that mistake. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it, that would have been awful. Yeah, I know taxes is so complicated to talk about because I know in the states you've got all those weird like funny things. Your tax system is just super confusing. I remember learning a bit about it when I was studying American politics. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we mm-hmm. won't even get into taxes. Just pay your taxes. Don't hide from the IRA or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called the R. The I thought you said NRA. That was the National <laughs> Rifle Association. Second oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amendment. The, yeah, the Second Amendment. Oh, yeah. I wish, yeah, England over there. I just, I, you know, but yeah, it, you got to pay your taxes. Of course, um, they're not, I mean, you could technically, you could get away without paying your taxes because it's untraceable pretty much. Well, that's kind of a, a loose term. But, but on the Business Meets Fitness podcast, we recommend that you pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying because, you know, a lot of people ask me and, and they're like, oh, well, well, I'm not going to, you know. I just, okay. I just like to be open with people and yeah, tell yeah. what is possible and what is Yeah, possible. for sure. First, okay, for sure. I definitely recommend paying your taxes. So, um, yeah, pay your taxes, diversify your portfolio. But obviously, don't listen to my advice because I'm no expert. But actually, Brandon, you always say there are no experts, so... Ah uh, yes, yes. I'm not an expert. Nobody's an expert. Like, you, just know, you just know a lot about cryptocurrencies well well there's no degree there's no there's no like you don't go to school to learn about cryptocurrencies they don't they're not going to teach you that in a traditional finance or economics or like like it's stuff you gotta learn on your own um so it's hard to say who's the 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 experts yeah Um, a lot of people claim to be experts and they don't know they don't even know what mining is like (laughs) like that is the first thing there's three basic things or two basic things how do you buy bitcoin where do you buy bitcoin how do you make a wallet? You know, there's all these simple things that you need to learn. Then you have, oh, mining. How do you mine? Do you know how to mine? No. Then I like I just don't have any respect for someone who claims to be an expert and doesn't understand those two basic ideas. Yeah, for sure. No, very, very true. And so actually, just just quickly, um, so you said about 
having a wallet. That's mm. what, you know, when we've, to those who are listening, um, to, to just go a little bit back to when we were talking about Coinbase and Gemini, they are all places where you can have the wallet. So there, I don't, I don't actually know what Gemini is myself, but I'm sure Brandon will say in a second, but they are, well, I know for sure Bitcoin is an online wallet where you can store your cryptocurrencies. And at the moment they have on there, they have Bitcoin, they have Bitcoin Cash, they have Ethereum and they have Litecoin. So then you can also hold your coin, your 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 digital currencies <laughs> um, on like a hard drive or something. So Brandon, do you want to explain why people might want to do that and what is Gemini? Okay, so Gemini is another exchange. This it's just all exchanges. Okay, um, yes, sorry, so, exchanges. But yeah, you, yeah on yeah, Bitcoin, yeah. you on 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 Coinbase, you can also have a wallet. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll also talk about the dark web because a lot of people have questions about that. Okay. Um, so basically exchanges, you buy, sell, trade, like you can, uh, people bought Ferraris, bought houses, but you know, you can buy it, pretty much anything, but you know, it has to be consumer to consumer. Um, so you, you use that, you trade, you sell, and you can't, nobody can fake give you money, you know, like it's impossible. Well, not impossible. There's ways to do it, but like you would have to be some wizard that I that I don't know that exists right now, but you would you would basically exchange Bitcoin, sell, trade. It's just it's just an, uh, an entire system where you do it. Over um, the counter trading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff. Like you can buy you can buy items. A lot of places accept uh, not a lot, but like you know a couple places accept Bitcoin. You know a lot of video game stores. Um, I know Subway does if you have those. Um, really maybe over in the states i'm not too sure about yeah, it there's, there's a few of them that accept bitcoin um there's i i sent you an article recently of the someone buying a house with bitcoin house. Which was, yeah i tweeted which it was, yeah. uh, was which was insane because you know that the, that that just opens the doors um which i i bet that guy is crying right now because he lost a lot of money but um it's interesting to see how that that is coming into games i mean the first ten thousand ten thousand bitcoins was traded for two pizzas back in 2008 like that's crazy like that is worth almost a hundred million dollars like um it's crazy so that's what an exchange does it's just trading selling buying it's it's pretty basic yeah it's Um, just the same as if you were to buy stocks mm -hmm. or shares yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy. It's not a uh, Coinbase is simple, but the fees, man, the fees are yeah, way too. The fees. Are look, like you, you, you might cry a tear if you if you trade or sell or buy a lot. Like it's gonna be like crying. So That's Gemini me. is another That's one. That's me. I need to hear more about this Gemini thing. So Gemini is basically the same thing as Bitcoin. Coinbase is just way, way, way cheaper. Like if you bought a hundred dollars worth of, it's like they take one percent or something, some real low amount. Um, and instead of taking like insane amount of fees. Yeah. For example, I invested earlier on, I've, I've invested 500 pounds GBP and Coinbase took, I think it was 18 pounds, 18 GBP. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to use Coinbase if you're putting in a lot, but it's it's so like, they have such a good infrastructure, easy way to use it. It's like very easy. Yeah. 
it's like, what do you want? Do you want this? That's really difficult to use. Or do you want something simple where it's like an actual wallet where you just take it out, put it in, take yeah. it out, put it in, but you're going to be paying lots of money to these people. Yeah. Um, so Gemini's so, for more kind of people who have experience with trading, yes, I'd yes. say. For with sure. Buying and selling and all that stuff. But Coinbase is the beginning steps. And um, of course, we're going to talk about um, hardware wallets because exchanges are not safe. <laughs> they are just like banks. They can be robbed. They can be stolen. Um, you know, and people, and of course people can steal it from other people. It's crazy. But what I always suggest is if you're investing like a ridiculous, like a lot, yeah. I suggest you put it on a hardware wallet, which would basically be, I think I have one here somewhere, but it's basically just a, a, a hard drive or USB or something like that. And it, it, you can hold them on there. My favorite one is the Trezor, personally. It's a little expensive. It's about, I think, $100, maybe 89 pounds or something. Um, but it's safe, secure. And if someone even stole that thing, they would need to put a six-digit password. And then there's a 24, well, 24 to 64, whatever you choose. You can customize it. Um, uh, recovery seat. So say you lose that thing, and you're like, oh, my God, I lost all my Bitcoin. Well, if you memorized it or have it written down somewhere, you can go on there, get your money out, and you know you're all good. A lot of people, are, a lot of people. It's a sad thing when you see someone lose 127 million dollars oh. in a junkyard and throw it in the trash because he was cleaning his room and he thought he didn't know that it was in there and blah blah blah, making excuses or whatever blah. But it's really sad because that happens a lot. Like there's, there's, there's at least tens of thousands of Bitcoin that have been lost because people didn't didn't think it was going to be a thing, um, lost them or got them stolen somehow and just never remember the password or broke it. Like, the, the, you know, you break your computer, you break something, you break that. Well, you don't remember the recovery seed. You're screwed. You're not going to get your money back. Um, oh, so. It's, it's so crazy. So, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So it's just going to be interesting to think like all of that lost Bitcoin or all of those lost like currency what's that gonna do like will it be found you just never know how it's gonna be so interesting right mm-hmm. and they can be found of course or you could figure out if someone could somehow figure out the recovery seed password um which it's like a million to one unhackable or something it's like some ridiculous number so um it's probably not gonna happen at least for another 10 years because i mean uh, we we just can't do it right now Um, until the computer can do that right yeah yeah it's just too difficult to solve it and figure out Mm -hmm. the uh, and also it 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 locks you out so if you get if someone tries to put in a password boom 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 they try to put it in it'll lock them for five minutes like like an iphone kind of like when someone steals your iphone but if you do it i think it's 222 times you try 222 passwords you're gonna wait 104 years before you can try again Oh so it's not going to work. It's just not. <laughs> like, do you so really want to? You'll be dead by the time that happens. Like, yeah. Like, so obviously, you, uh, cryptocurrencies are finite. They're not. There's there's a limited number of them. So that's obviously making them even more finite. Yeah, it's making them less. So there's not really 21 million Bitcoin. There's really like maybe. 20 million and a half or some some number like that like it's going to be a weird number yeah given that all the all those ones are lost so are all cryptocurrency uh are they all finite 
No. So this is the thing about cryptocurrencies. They're all different, you know, and the numbers are different. So Bitcoin's 21 million. I think Litecoin's about 81 million finite. Oh, how, how these creators and people came up with the numbers and thought this would be a good idea. I have no idea. <laughs> um, like, like I've always wondered, like, why 21 million? Like, I, like, I want to ask Nakamoto, why 20? Like, there's no specific reason. Maybe he does have a reason, but I've read a couple of reasons, but I don't know. I don't understand, like, how that works. So, see, I'm not a crypto expert. Nobody is. Yeah. Uh, we're just all learning the game together. And there's no, you can't get a degree or anything. So I just say, you know, educate yourself, research. It's just like anything, like do your own research, Yeah. you know, learn from other people, learn, like get many yeah. perspectives. Like For if sure. someone says it's going to yeah. crash, then someone else is going to say this, someone else can say that. Someone tells you it's going to be a million dollars. Like get every, all this knowledge you need to acquire in order to make a informed, educated decision. Um, mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what I always suggest. So And you never crazy. know, the people that you're listening to, you never know how much knowledge they have. I mean, mm. you know, they may... I I literally said I think Bitcoin is going to crash a day or two before Christmas. That was me a few weeks ago when I had next to no knowledge. (laughs) I didn't even know what mining was at that stage. And I mean, yeah, okay, I was right. But that was just a bet. That was like me investing a billion pounds on Bitcoin without knowing anything, you know? So Mm. a lot of it is just kind of guesstimating. Obviously, sometimes it's a very well-educated and informed guess, (laughs) but that's what a lot of it is. And what, what Brandon and I are talking about here is just kind of the facts about Bitcoin, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the the only basis because you're going to get many, many different views on what is going to happen next. And what's not going to happen, you know, this and that. There's so many things um, that have to happen for it to be a currency, which I I never say that Bitcoin's going to be number one or succeed or be the best or, you know, it's a, the greatest investment ever. I always say that the the technology, where we're going to move is going to be a crypto space. It doesn't mean it's going to be Bitcoin. Maybe Bitcoin Cash. It might not be none of those. The governments, your government might make their own. I've seen that happen a few times. Um, they, they just can make their own, you know, yeah. all right, there we go. Contr- they want control, which is basically what everybody really kind of wants with the cryptocurrency because it's too volatile. You don't mm-hmm. want, like, right now, it's, I think it's lost 30% of its value from its peak. So that's insane. Like, that is crazy. Yeah. But I've been through the 2013 crash of Bitcoin, which was 89%, which was bollocks. You know what I mean? Like, it was- <laughs> It was it was complete bollocks. I, man, I, I I've never seen people panic like that. I think it was 2013, 2014, some sometime in between. And it was like this 80%, 90% crash, and people were freaking out. You know, people shut down exchanges. You know, um, I think it was because of uh, Mount Gox got robbed, which was the biggest exchange. It was just like Coinbase. It was just the biggest exchange ever, and. Really? It got the someone stole all the money, so I don't know where that money is. We probably could find it somehow through the ledger, but I don't know how that works. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting though. Wow, that's insane. So, a lot of you, some well, everybody says that cryptocurrencies are very safe and secure. Obviously, mm-hmm. that got well, it got robbed. So, how is it secure when robbery can happen? Mm, it's it's not secure when you have it on exchange. 
If you have it in a hardware wallet, because it's offline, nobody can touch it unless someone comes and beats you up, takes it from you and all that stuff. But on an exchange, I mean, exchanges have security protocols and all this thing. But it's just like a bank. A bank can be robbed, right? Yeah. Yeah, I get you. You hear it, but they're insured and all that stuff, which is an interesting part. If Bitcoin is going to be insured sometime soon, which I suspect in a year or two, maybe other coins will get insured depending on what happens. You know what? Like this is reminding me of, I just, I just see in the future. I saw, I saw, I watched some film a while back where people kind of like have numbers written on their arms or something. And Mm -hmm. people were kind of killing each other. Oh no. Okay. It's the film where on your arm, it says, Uh the percentage of your life you have left like oh yes i remember that was was that was like leonardo DiCaprio oh, someone like that and some really famous woman mm. and so you can essentially see the battery life going down on on this kind of virtual tattoo this film's a sci-fi film you can see it kind of like going down and, and how many hours you have left i'm literally like imagining the same thing like people people killing other people to then what happens in the film is they then hold hands and you essentially get all of their years left that they would have had in their life. I literally see this happening with cryptocurrencies, like people having these special numbers with Bitcoin on and cryptocurrencies on these hard drives, like carrying them around with them to keep them safe. And then people killing each other to nick them. I literally am like envisioning that right now. How bad is that? That, that, that is a realistic thing. It depends on what you have. If you have a ledger, which is just you plug it in, it automatically goes to your account or yeah. you go on the website and it does it. Um, but then there's treasures which have like a six pin, which I was talking yeah, about, which about them. put in any just, time, any mess up so yeah. many times. You know, oh God, yeah. years. I guess that's what you need. But I wonder if one day, and I'm sure they will, they'll figure out a way to make it so that you can keep it somewhere where it's even more secure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the crazy part is like, you know, a lot of banks and stuff, they don't innovate. Cryptocurrencies are the reason why banks are moving towards digital space. They're going to make their own cryptocurrency. I'm not going to lie. They're they're going to be, you know, whatever bank you have, they're going to make their own. They're they're in the the beginning stages. They're just trying to see what's happening in the the other cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, if it can work, if it does function. For sure. So obviously there are all these different types of Bitcoin, which all have a different value in USD, GBP, whatever. But if you were to be, let's say you wanted to buy a 100 pound camera. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just a random example. So you want to buy a 100 pound camera, but let's say in Bitcoin Okay, let's say you want to buy something for one Bitcoin. It's a camera mm-hmm. which costs one Bitcoin. Okay, yeah. It's an expensive camera. A very expensive camera, right? But I just, I'm struggling to see how the hell people are going to be able to put value on something which is so volatile. Mm, well, it that is uh, the, the, the main issue with Bitcoins, how volatile it is. It's making it less volatile, I think. Um, okay. But places do accept Bitcoin. Like, if you want to buy video games online, you can purchase them in Bitcoin, I think. And do they GT- just update the prices as time goes on? Yeah, yeah, they change it. it it's like really that. exhausting for them. It's really exhausting for them. They just Sometimes they just keep it the same. Sometimes it changes. Mm. But they try to keep it consistent. And okay. they just convert whatever at that moment 
in U.S. dollars or whatever your yeah your currency is, that's what they will charge you. So say it's fifteen dollars. Well, how much is fifteen dollars in Bitcoin? Well, whatever that is at that moment. For sure. And so obviously, like when someone in the states buys something from the United Kingdom, Mm. there's like an exchange rate, right? But if it if it was in Bitcoin or Litecoin or something, there wouldn't be an exchange rate, right? Um, like they would be an exchange rate, but I, I don't know the exact numbers. Yeah, okay. It's just really interesting because like if you're imagining all the different types of like there's pounds, there's uh, like USD, there's Australian dollars, like they, you can always like buy something, but oh, in each in each different country, it's worth a different price. Yeah. Like, let's say you want to buy something with Litecoin or Bitcoin or Neo or Ethereum or Bitcoin mm-hmm. Cash. Like, it would be a different amount for each one of them, mm-hmm. right? And also, products are different amongst countries and conversion because currencies are currencies. It doesn't change no matter if it's crypto or a currency. Yeah. They all fluctuate. The dollar is not going to be the same as the the, the your you know, the the pound. Yeah, it's gonna it goes back and forth, goes back and forth, um, and you just do whatever at that moment the exchange rate is. So if mm-hmm. one pound's worth one point two dollars or something like that, then that's how much you give to get if you transfer that to that yeah. currency. And if if uh, if our dollar goes down and your your pound goes up, then well your pound's worth more than my dollar. So you know fifty cents per pound, like you know whatever the exchange rate is. Yeah. It, and that's just how it is. It's less volatile with like real currencies. Um, but that's, that's the whole point of this. It's not, an ex- I think it's an experiment in my mind. It's like, can you make something where it can eventually be stable, somewhat stable, you know, mm-hmm. only change a few dollars or maybe 15, $20 range or something like where it doesn't fluctuate way too erratically, like 1% at the most. Yeah. Um, but, you know, right now it's like, go up a thousand percent go down 30 percent go up a thousand percent go down 30 percent it's not it's not consistent there's no consistency so people that that's one of the reasons why people don't back it they Mm -hmm. don't want to endorse it because it's like that um of course you could be winning a lot of money i mean there's bitcoin billionaires now um which which is kind of sad for them because they lost 700 million dollars but they haven't moved of an inch or sold anything um these are the wines these are the craziest mofos in the game of, yeah. of cryptocurrencies so the weinstein brothers not the weinstein brothers this that's the other guy the bad guy but <laughs> yeah I've heard the, about him. the wister something something they're twins um and they basically back in the day they sued mark zuckerberg for stealing their idea for facebook um which which they won the lawsuit got 11 million dollars in the settlement or something they invested 1.2 million dollars when it was eight bucks um which which is now, I think it's worth a billion and 1.2 billion. So, but they, they had two, $3 billion when it was at 20,000 coin. Um, but they, 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 they haven't sold anything. Because if they sold, man, the, the, the crash that would happen would be insane. Or the, the yeah. insane hype it would be crazy. But they haven't moved an inch, which is they interesting. Have such a, they have such a large share. <laughs> That's yeah, insane. Yeah. And, you know, you... You would think the Bitcoin would solve the rich get richer problem, but it doesn't. Mm. Um, it, it just it stays the same. I, I guess until until kind of governments like Venezuela 
are doing it more than mm. I mean, but that's still rich get richer. You know, the governments are getting more of it. So yeah. yeah. No, I just I guess the thing for me is at the moment that I'm really struggling to understand, which I guess like some people as they learn more and more about cryptocurrencies will really because when you don't know too much, you're just like, oh my god, this is all so interesting. Oh. But as I'm learning, I'm just just so kind of confused as to how the different uh, digital currencies are going to interact between each other. I mean, just like with the different kind of, I guess, exchange rates between each of them. I don't know. I mean, it just confuses me a bit. Mm, it's okay. It confuses me too because nobody knows. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. It's it's like asking what is the purpose of life or like where did it all begin? Where like what, It's like those type of questions. When yeah, it comes to it. it's just like unknown. Well, well, like, you know, you can predict two things. If it was just Bitcoin and something else, you could predict that. But yeah. when it's a hundred or whatever, it's the, the wiring, the algorithm is too complex. Like, you cannot figure it out with the human mind. You need yeah. help. Yeah. It'll take like a billion, I don't know, it'll take a lot of people to figure it all out. And I guess that's can, why I'm so confused. <laughs> you're, trying to, you, you're trying to solve an algorithm that nobody knows how to solve. So. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, that makes me feel more eyes. Just relax, because I, I used to get into, I was like, man, so if this is that much, so, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, cool. So, oh, I just thought of one thing, and now I've totally forgotten. Damn, never mind. Oh, yeah. I reckon this is probably a misconception that a lot of people have. Well, actually, kind of, it's not even a misconception, really. But it's about how, why is everyone so interested in cryptocurrencies when all they're used for is buying dodgy things on the dark web? Ah, so the dark web. All right. So, <laughs> um, so the there's like a the dark web, and then there's the dark like there's levels to the dark web. Um, some of the stuff is like illegally downloading music. That's dark web stuff, even though you might not think so. Then there's I the used to deep, do that. Oh, I shouldn't probably say that, should I? Oh no, 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 because. No, you did not still. You paid for them on iTunes, didn't you, right? Yeah, Lauren? no, actually, I, I, I think I'm remembering wrong because I was young. I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's, that, that is not something you're supposed to do. Pay yeah, for all I, your music. No, your movie. no, I, I was buying it on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I remember it, too. Yeah. But there's, like, stuff like that, which is, like, the surface level because a very small percentage of stuff, like, you see Facebook, all that stuff, that is the clear like whatever you want to call it heaven or something uh, that's what some people call it like I, like there's levels to this thing and you go down 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 and then you get to the, the dark web which is super like shady stuff guns drugs uh, your I've organs. heard some weird yeah like dead babies and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so that's basically um and then there was this one site which which is not there anymore um, it's the dark, not the dark web, Silk Road, um, which was basically this website. You could sell drugs from Bitcoin. Um, you could like, this is why people thought it was all a thing. And with money, it doesn't matter how hard you hurt, how hard you work. It, you can never get rid of crime. Like people using money for crime. It's impossible. You know, even though like recently, I think ISIS has Bitcoin now, like they're using mm-hmm. Bitcoin to fund terrorist attacks or something. Like they use U.S. dollars too. It doesn't matter what currency you use; they're going to figure a way out because they're a part of the economy. Even though, you know, the bad yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So that that is an aspect of it. But Silk Road was like the biggest thing in like twenty. I think it was twenty fourteen. But the um, because it was 
It was an online exchange, but it used the cryptocurrencies, which back in the day, I mean, people didn't understand it. I mean, like there was, you would have to be a cryptographer or some crypto scientist or like you would have to have a degree in something ridiculous like that. Um, so the, the FBI decided to go on Silk Road and try to figure out how are they going to stop this, how are they can shut this website down because this website was making bonkers of dollars, like or millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. And there was this one guy. Well, his username was Dreaded Pirate Roberts or something like that. I always forget the name. Oh yeah, Pirate Roberts. Um, yeah, he's basically the the the, the main guy. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions on that. He sold everything. No, he just put the exchange up there and let people do what they want to do. He did not regulate or anything like that. Um, um, but he got arrested for someone. He gave a Bitcoin that gave a Bitcoin that gave a Bitcoin to someone else. That's why he got arrested. Not necessarily because of sight or anything like that, because that's a lot of misconception that the media puts. But it's it's pretty much kind of how it is, you know. Um, and they arrested him and never going to be like he I think he's out of jail but he never seen a computer for like 10 15 years never going to have a phone um so that is just like one aspect but that was a big thing because nobody could figure out oh how are you going to catch this guy like he's making he had like a ridiculous amount like millions of dollars in bitcoin which would probably be billions in today's value yeah it's crazy that is just so interesting yeah so i mean well i think we've covered a lot Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it, like it's it's like you're eating the sandwich, but you only eat a piece, and there's this whole other piece that you got to eat. Like it's not. Yeah, and you spill a ton of crumbs because you forget stuff. So if anyone, if there's anything in particular that people want to know, we'd love to know because Brandon is definitely going to be back on her. Yeah, yeah, like that's for sure. There's so much more. Like I just I scratched the little surface. And... You really did. I still think maybe before we just wrap up. You mm-hmm. should talk a little bit more about blockchain because okay. it's kind of like people people hear blockchain and they're like, yeah, cool. I just want to hear about Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Blockchain is the technology. So like the stuff that's behind the stuff, you know, like yeah. Bitcoin is just a coin. It's just not, not even a coin. It's so hard to say. It's just a cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's a cryptocurrency. So the so, blockchain, people refer to it as the blockchain because it is the kind of uh, technology. So Bitcoin uses blockchain. Mm-hmm. So it's basically uh, the system. So For sure. Uh, so so do, you, do we know how that works? Uh, yes, we know how it works. Um, basically, the blockchain is see i don't want to confuse people because there's a lot of ways to explain it but basically there's the system behind how bitcoin operates so the ledger the open ledger um where you can see the open ledger which is where you can see all transactions right yes yes and it's copied it's copied on multiple computers it's probably on your computer too so it copies on multiple computers so if you try to delete or try to fake that you had bitcoin um put numbers in and all that stuff it would just be like, oh, nope, I verified with this. It doesn't work like that. So it's basically the system behind what it uses because you can make another cryptocurrency and use the blockchain, which is basically what every other cryptocurrency is and trying to make new things, make lower fees, to, you know, trying to be innovative in that way, mm-hmm. um, which is like the main aspect of blockchain. Um, and the blockchain is very vast. Like it requires a lot of knowledge on cryptography and um, 
pretty much cryptography, how it works and how it functions. Yeah. Um, but it's simple. It's pretty a simple process. It's just a system behind the system. It's like, it's like, I, I wish they used a different word, like, oh, the system or something. Like, yeah. it's complicated. Yeah. Blockchain. Like, what? Yeah. Exactly. And of course, of course, like, they ha- like, they've designed their own language. It's weird because, you know, like, you, you know, okay, I need to get a block of Bitcoin. What? So that's 12.5 Bitcoins for anybody. If, you know, it's like a dozen eggs or something, you know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of weird language. You got to get a block of Bitcoins, 12.5. And I've heard that thing, which is like, when it's like a 0.000, 000 something of a, a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some like weird word, like Sigara or something. I don't remember what it is, but. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the, like they, they had to make their own like names or use like Latin names or something like that. Yeah, like, it's like a new language, yeah. Yeah, so you look at that. I mean, the blockchain is simple. It's the system behind how Bitcoin operates. Yeah. That is basic. That is as clear as I can get because once you get into other stuff of how it works, how it functions, ugh, I, I, I think I barely know anything about that as well because yeah. it's, I mean, I talk to people, even, even when someone explains, it's like, like talking to a nutritionist, right? They know mm-hmm. so much more than you and you're trying to learn about specific systems inside of that, you know, um, what does that mean? What is? What if I do that? Like, it's yeah. so complicated. And right, it's so complex. And it's like, these people, you know, they're just making these cryptocurrencies. No one mm-hmm. really knows how they're doing it, really, do they? I mean, the the people inside that know how to make cryptocurrencies know how to do it, but yeah. a lot of people don't, don't know. And, you know, like, a lot of websites are trying to put ways you can buy using Bitcoin. So say... I know you have a website, so you say you're a trading guide or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanted Bitcoin for that instead of uh, uh, your traditional currency. They're trying to figure out systems so that you, I like say I want, well, I have, I have Bitcoin. Well, can I purchase your guide with Bitcoin? Like th- these are things that are happening slowly by smaller, yeah. smaller companies, smaller things. Like because at the moment you'd have to just send it to me direct to my wallet, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that, and then you could cheat me out and say oh yeah. i don't have to i don't have your guide for you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so they kind of what they essentially need a, a paypal mm-hmm. yeah so and you the the one thing about bitcoin is no takey backs no takey yeah. backs that's the thing so is that is that a actual law of it no it's just how this the system works so you cannot so, no taking right, backs. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so so pretty much it means that mm-hmm. the cryptocurrency itself has to permit for for website mm-hmm. transactions. So say so say I'm buying you a training guy with Bitcoin right now. Yeah. Say you it's uh, well let's just use one Bitcoin for example. Yep. <laughs> Woo! Dollar uh, bills. Uh, yeah. So I say, all right, I'm gonna purchase your guy for one Bitcoin. And you say, I agree. All right, and I'm like, okay. And I send you the one Bitcoin. I never get my guide, right? I, I ask you, hey, where's my guide? What, blah, blah, blah. You know, I need it now. You know, I'm about to, I need to learn about macros right now. You know, <laughs> I need to understand what's going on with my body when I eat. You know? And then you, you say, oh, well, I lost it. Or like, you know, I'm not going to give it to you because, you know, you basically robbed me blind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can never get my Bitcoin back unless I, unless you give it back to me personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but if you're a business, you know, of course I'd be like, well, Lauren's a terrible businesswoman. Like I'm, she, she never going to give me my Bitcoin back. And mm-hmm. then maybe you give it back to me and then we work it out, blah, blah, blah. And we figure that out. But that's basically the only kind of downside of it. It's not even a downside. It's, it's, just, it's how it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. like, 
people are not supposed to be able to take their money back. There's a lot of places that when you give them money, they just take it back and say, oh, no, I didn't pay for that. Yeah. It's just like a way of cheating the system. Of course, people are going to notice eventually and you're going to get lawsuits and all that stuff. Yeah. But that is kind of a, it's a, it's like, it's a little downside. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I'm not giving Bitcoin away to people like that, but. Um, <laughs> for sure. So let's say though, I mean, one day, do you reckon there will be like a PayPal type thing, but obviously there's going to be no, there's going to be no transaction fees. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there'll be something like that. Yeah. Or like if it's this good or service, it'll take down like how much $5 or whatever it takes. Um, it'll become easier. And then eventually it'll become zero. It'll, yeah. There would be no fees um, where you so could, interesting. which, which I think they would, the best way to do that is have ad revenue instead of like, or affiliate yeah. links or something like that, pay for it. Wow. Um, it's interesting to see how yeah. that's going to work. So interesting. Well, we definitely will have to do another podcast because this has just been a little intro and it's mm-hmm. been awesome though. It has been very cool having you on. So that's all. But I think, I think we can wrap up. Where can right. people find you? Oh, they can find me on Twitter. Woo! Okay. Woo! And I think it's... I couldn't find my own name, so I put Brandon <laughs> Lee five four six four something like that. I'll put it. Um, I'll put it um, uh, in the little uh, show notes thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, and uh, that that's the only place you can find me. And your podcast? Po- oh yeah, my podcast as well. That's where people know me. Um, and yeah, you can listen to that. And his podcast is popping, guys. So go listen. That is also in the little description for the this podcast. But thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Brandon, again. And um, we will see you in, in part two. Part two. Dun, dun, dun. Woo! Dun, dun, dun. See you later.